Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. <laughs> Hey, chickens, uh, we're still going through your comments, your thoughts, your theories, your reactions to the Day of the Doctor, the 50th anniversary episode. Um, I was halfway through an email from Peter, Earth 2 Peter, not text Peter. Text Peter seems to only like the old episodes, you know. Occasionally he'll join in on a new one, but uh, otherwise he goes into a whole. Also, it's, it's his birthday this week. Um, let's also happy birthday to Peter. I mean, it was, you know, <laughs> two weeks ago now. <laughs> It was in March. Um, his birthday's the day after Mariah Carey, so it's the only way I remember it. <laughs> Don't tell him that. Oh, he's heard this now. He'll be devastated. <laughs> mm-hmm. I sometimes pretend I don't know when it is. I'll go, what day is it this week? Is it this? Like, so he doesn't know how well that I remember it or why. Oh, dear. Now I've given up. I've revealed it all. Um, anyway. <laughs> Tragic peek into my weird memory. Um, but uh, <laughs> Peter, Earth 2 Peter, says he was a little annoyed with his brother-in-law towards the end of the episode that they went to see in the cinema and they watched on iView at 6 o'clock in the morning in Adelaide time because um, uh, he's... Uh, his brother-in-law said he was looking for Tom Baker as he was meant to be in the episode. Oh, no spoilers. Um, Peter had no idea, so it was less of a surprise when he did show up. Oh, that's sad. I was just, yeah. I mean, you heard me. I got tingles. I got emotions. I, I'm pretty sure I cried in the cinema. I cried when I watched it the other day in 3D, which is difficult because one of your eyes goes blurry and everything is flat. Um <laughs> Uh, but uh, Peter says, uh, despite the few negatives, I thought it was a wonderful episode um, slash special. Uh, the episodes before and after tied up into a neat story arc. When Eleven is dying, he thinks that's it for him because of Ten's double regeneration and Captain Grumpy. <laughs> 
the war doctor being Captain Grumpy, um, meaning he's used all his regenerations. The Night of the Doctor was a lovely bonus mini episode a week before the special with the wonderful line, I'm a doctor, but probably not the one you're expecting, which none of us were. <gasps> I watched that. <laughs> Because it was on the special features. So I will, uh, I'll recap that next. Because I was just like flicking through. I'm like, oh, that's right, this is on here. Um, uh, but yeah, Peter finishes by saying, I feel Stephen Moffat went all out for this arc and specials and it paid off. What a hard act to follow. Uh, totally. I totally agree. Like uh, Chris Chibnall, you know, one of the things he said in that interview with Radio Free Scarrow was like, I didn't want to do the 60th. And I'm like, yeah, I can, I get that. <laughs> I get not wanting to try and replicate that. Like, you know, there's also you're dealing with enough uh, crazy fandom with all the changes he's made to the show. Um, many of which I think are positive. Like, I think, you know, under Chibnall's reign, the quality of the visual effects has gone up exponentially. I think it looks incredible. And considering some some of those episodes were uh, assembled in 4K, which, you know, the number should give it away. It's four times the size of high definition. Uh, high definition is like, you know, 1080 by whatever it is. And 4K is like huge. It's insane. It's a lot of pixels and they're very small. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like it's a lot of work for the VFX artists and the fact that it looks so amazing Um you know, and you know that they're going to hang on to that. Like, that's going to carry through to the the next iteration of Doctor Who. So, yeah. I mean, at least we hope it will. Like, I'd hate it to go back to egg cartons and, you know, <laughs> sparks flying out everywhere. I mean, the fact that, uh, you know, I don't know if you've read the latest Doctor Who magazine, but there's an interview with the three directors of the specials. Um, the first one being Rachel Talalay, of course, who's done many amazing uh, episodes for Doctor Who. Um, but uh, apparently they all had to put on um, virtual reality headsets to work out how to film in the new TARDIS set. So that is a berserk concept um, that they were... So it makes me wonder if the, you know, there was there was talk about the new TARDIS set being um, kind of, you know, berserk and like more difficult than it has ever been before, like an impossible set to create. And the visual effects executive producer was talking about how do they do it and trying to solve it, the problem of making it. And if they're putting on virtual reality headsets to work out how to film in there, it makes me wonder if they've kind of done that. Um, you know what they do with the Mandalorian where it's all filmed on what's called the volume, where there are these giant screens that are kind of motion controlled that move around. And there's also the big back of the studio is a giant screen and it's all all the visual effects are done on there. So I wonder if the interior of the TARDIS is partly being done on the volume. Um, and that's why they need the virtual reality headsets to work out how to film it. I mean, it's who knows? Like, I'm excited about it, however it ends up. It'll probably be very disappointing because I've thought too much about it now. <laughs> this is who 
why sometimes I'm like, don't tell me too many things beforehand. Or then when it turns up, I'll be like, oh, that's not what I expected. But it's good, I guess. I'll have to watch it four times now to really like it. Whereas when I know nothing, I'm like, this is the best. (laughs) It's one of my favorite things about the Chibnall era is you knew nothing before an episode came on. It's like, it's got Rosa Parks in it. Is that okay? That's that's all we know. Cool. Let's go for it. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm I'm kind of excited about all this business, uh, but yeah, I totally get Chris Chibnall not wanting to <laughs> to go and do a 60th anniversary story because it's like it's at the end of his you know he's just been through COVID like you know it was it, it took them 12 months like an entire year just to make those six flux episodes like that is crazy that's expensive it's uh logistically a nightmare it's yeah it's terrifying so yeah I'm I'm excited that um Russell T Davis has come back uh to do it and it's I'm just also surprised that he's come back to do the entire series I thought he would just would have come back done the 60th and then nicked off again but uh yeah clearly he's got some world building to do um so from Paul we have uh quite a spectacular email about the day of the doctor um uh, and he's talking about the moment which was in the Omega Arsenal, as it was called, where all the forbidden weapons are locked away. Um, and, you know, the, they talk about the moment being a galaxy eater, the final work of the ancients of Gallifrey, a weapon so powerful, the operating system became sentient. Um and Paul says, focusing on time and Omega, uh, or Omega, I don't know how people are saying it. It's just, you know, just <laughs> metabolus, metabolus, whatever. <laughs> um, uh, focusing on time and Omega give you links to this device having its abilities stem from the Eye of Harmony. Oh, that is an interesting theory. The name Galaxy Eater alludes to the power of a weapon that can affect all of time and space and not just a single time or date, like, for example, Wolf 359. Oh, don't bring Star Trek into this. <laughs> we'll be here for months. Uh, Wolf 359 was, it's an infamous episode of um, Star Trek The Next Generation that still reverberates, like that turned up in an episode of Picard recently. Uh, it was where Captain Picard in the old days, uh, in Next Generation, was kidnapped by the Borg, turned into a Borg, and then all of this, all of Starfleet sent as many ships as possible and the Borg wiped them all out. Um, And, like, apparently, like, uh, Patrick Stewart was maybe not going to renew his um, contract because the first couple of seasons of Next Generation are difficult. Uh, One of them was affected by the writer's strike and, like, to the point where there's a memory episode and and there's, um, you know, there's, like, there's a space casino that's made mostly out of drapes. I hate space casinos. They always annoy me. Um, Anyway, the... Wall 359 just kind of was just one moment, but it keeps reverberating. Like it turned up was the opening of Deep Space Nine was set during Wall 359. They like they remounted it many times. Like I think it turned up even in the final episode of Next Generation. Um, they yeah, it's it's <laughs> it was a constant thing. Um, but yes, I've gone on about Star Trek so long now that. <laughs> We've come to the end of the Doctor Who podcast. All right, more from Paul's thoughts and theories about the day of the Doctor in the next episode.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.